Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Ultra Tier Podcast. This is part two of our review of the WandaVision series. Now we're finished with it. It is completely wrapped up at this point. And back in the uh, in the chair with me is uh, Mr. Raphael himself. What to do? Yep, we got to finish this off. So in order to not make the full review over two hours long, we cut it in half, which, I mean, I have a feeling that it would have been maybe a little bit more than two hours probably, but we'll, we'll see. Cause last week we talked the first seven episodes and it was like an hour and a half. Probably. Yeah. Is there Avengers music playing somewhere? <laughs> I'm oh. it's coming from my phone. Oh, I was like, I was like Wait. where's that coming from? I was like, did you add music? I did not <laughs> add music. <laughs> I guess we're keeping that in. That was funny. So what? What <laughs> was, was that? What was that exactly? At you and okay. So this was music from episode eight. Um, this is a track called "Ready for Launch." Wandavision from Wandavision. Yeah. What in the? That's so random. <laughs> that, that just started playing right now. I yeah. So guys, I did not have my phone on me. It was on my keyboard here in my studio mm-hmm. so lewis is talking and i don't know if you guys can hear it or not i'm yeah. pretty sure you guys might be able maybe, to hear it in the maybe. distance but yeah. he's talking and in my mind i'm going like is somebody next to my <laughs> studio playing music yeah, loud like, on the, like in the door or something yeah i thought they were playing into the door and then i'm like it's not stopping so i started looking around all my stuff i'm like did i leave something on or mm-hmm. yeah didn't look like it at first so yeah good thing he was like wait is there music <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah true i was yeah that was that threw me off completely i was like yo are, did you put like this to line our voices <laughs> when we're talking like in the background i was like that's pretty interesting um new i wasn't aware that we were doing new things today um <laughs> no unfortunately not i either <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that was funny for very fitting for our review today breakdown um (laughs) okay let's get past that we're gonna break down episode eight and nine and then we're going to give our full opinion unrelenting of course on how we felt about the finale as a whole and then the entire series as a whole the first season anyway if there's any we don't know if there's any more but we will talk about that um at the end of the episode but to break down episode eight first um we pick up where we left off wanda has discovered Agatha Harkness is almost been this behind the scenes the whole time, kind of playing tricks on her mind games. Um, And like Agatha Harkness begins to kind of like show us that she is powerful in witchcraft. And so she kind of starts flexing on Wanda a little bit, which is a little funny Um, where She's just kind of, it's kind of weird because she's kind of just showing her magic just to show her. And um, I'm like, all right, (laughs) I guess. And she kind of like shows Wanda that she like put these ritual symbols. Yeah, the runes. Yeah, the runes along the the room so that only she can cast magic in here. Wanda Mm -hmm. seems to be useless. Um, But she, I mean, we find out that Agatha is here mainly to see what Wanda is because she's like, I don't. I don't understand you. She's like, I was, I'm here to study you basically. And I've been looking at you from afar just to see like what you're doing or how you made this hex. Like she's very curious. So she is 
she kind of sends Wanda down memory lane. Um, and the first flashback we go to, Rafa, if you want to break it down, it's the one in Sokovia. Yeah, so we are in Wanda's childhood home back in Sokovia. We see her mom, then we see her dad, and then we see little Pietro, which was the cutest little thing in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. then we get Agatha pushing Wanda into the memory, and basically Wanda is now in this memory, reliving everything all over, and we finally get to understand why the show, WandaVision, begins with the sitcoms and why... Uh, sitcoms were so important and it was because for Wanda her family was learning how to speak English through the movies and Wanda specifically enjoyed watching sitcoms so there was one particular Dick Van Dyke episode I forget now what it is and and uh, so that's where we start and in my opinion I was like taken by surprise because I knew it was coming, but I didn't know that they would do it in the way that they did it. The expo- the missile coming into their home, mm-hmm. like you see the kids like take the take the impact, and then it, the camera just cuts right away, and then mm-hmm. the parents are gone, and we're introduced then to what we didn't know at the time, but Wanda beginning to manifest her witch powers that mm-hmm. I I guess according to the show she's had all along. They're innate. Sure, yeah. had them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Wanda grew up thinking that the bomb just kind of randomly never went off. And when we come back out of the memory, and Agatha's trying to dissect what's going on here, she's t- telling Wanda like, "What I see here is a young witch who doesn't know what she's doing, but casts some kind of probability spell." So, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting to hear. But mm-hmm. I was like, "All right." Right. So that was the so Sokovia was, yeah. part. So, I mean, yeah, I, I've heard people kind of call it a retcon in a way, but I don't mm. I don't I don't think it is. I think it's I mean, if it is, it's, it, they did it very smart because they've hinted at mm-hmm. uh, Wanda and Pietro's like past in right. Age of Ultron. And I rewatched Age of Ultron and I feel like Age of Ultron was always one of my lesser favorites. And this has made me appreciate Age of Ultron a lot more, hmm. um, giving it more context and stuff. Yeah. You know, more context becomes more understanding and then I more appreciation. So I I dig the she already had it in, in the Mind Stone kind of, you know, which we'll get to in a second um, where we get to her experiments um, by Hydra um, and she <laughs> is kind of exposed to the Mind Stone, um, and the Mind Stone kind of just opens up, unlocks her potential in a way, like her dormant power. Not even the full dormant power, just like a, a glimpse of it almost, I think. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm still a little bit like trying to understand why it is that the Mind Stone almost seemingly chose her for something specific, right? Because... We see the Mind Stone come off of the scepter and then revealing itself. And within that, Mm. there is almost, I suppose, a vision of the future Mm -hmm. of Wanda, seemingly. And she's got this kind of like powerful different look to her. Mm -hmm. You can tell that it's a silhouette of 
the Scarlet Witch from the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't understand at that point yet, like, what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, it was a little bit strange for me just to kind of be like, interesting that the Mind Stone does that. Yeah. I mean, then we don't know the full capability. The Mind Stone was like the final stone that he needed, making mm-hmm. it kind of almost seem like the most powerful stone in a way that it does something different than the rest of them do. Sure. Some of the other ones seem more straightforward as the Mindstone mm-hmm. always felt more abstract in its concepts and, and mm-hmm. the way it was portrayed. So um, believable. I think that it could have awakened something in her because it's a Mindstone. It's supposed to, she has this suppressed power in her. Mm-hmm. So maybe it unlocked that power. That's right. just my interpretation of, um, what it did to her in there yeah but it is kind of crazy that she had this power the only thing i can't explain is pietro's power is maybe that's just like a straight up mind stone ability that he got or maybe they are hinting at mutants in here and like they already have these powers and maybe pietro and wanda are like some of the first ones awakened out of that dormant mutant mutation thing whatever it might be maybe they never fully explained it they never say anything about pietro and about his speed and where he got it from or if it was you know given to him by wanda or you know we don't we don't know truthfully because yeah because i mean we're gonna break it down in the final episode but he has super speed right and it's all because of agatha did that so maybe it's the same exact thing and but you know, Wanda being more powerful, it, it it's more like tangible when she does it, you know? Yeah, so, I suppose so. But they don't explain it. We don't know how Pietro got a super speed, but that's kind of yeah. besides the point. Um, so I do th- also see, though, that the Mind Stone, it appears, is what blocks the Hydra people from seeing what mm-hmm. happened in there. Because like I said, yeah. we as the audience are able to see what Wanda experienced but through the eyes of those characters from Hydra, they do not see at all what happened. They just see Wanda walking and camera cuts and she's on the ground. And so they start running over to her. But yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. And then obviously I feel like because the Mind Stone has had this connection with Wanda from the beginning, I feel like that's probably a big reason why she and Vision also had such a big connection to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that was the thing drawing them closer. Yeah. Um, next, in the sort of Agatha memory lane thing, um, Agatha's like, you're still hiding something for me. I still need to see more. And um, we end up kind of going to the sword facility. And Wanda... We see what really happened as this whole time we were led to believe that she... Oh, if you want to cut it. Before in. we get to S.W.O.R.D., uh-huh. there's this... We we go to the Avengers compound. Oh, was that before? Yeah. Oh, it was before. You're right. Um, yeah, the Avengers compound where this is like after Age of Ultron um, between... Or like, I think it's after Age of Ultron, right? It's before Civil War. Um, yeah, it's, it's a nice little talk and a nice little quote from Vision that we get um but we kind of just see them in their connection together and how he was there for her you know the only one mm-hmm. there for her after you know i imagine yeah. just being in this like military like facility and uh, she's just kind of locked in a room i felt like maybe the whole time until cat felt like bringing her out or whatever yeah. um <laughs> so um you know she was an official avenger according to cat but she 
was in there and the only person that was really there for her was vision to what we are led to believe Mm -hmm. um and then we move on to the sword stuff correct we go to the sword facility and she is a little distraught and she wants to see vision but this whole time up to up until this episode eight we're led to believe that she stole his body and has kind of reanimated it in some way um and we come to find out that that wasn't the case and she went in there she broke like a window in their facility but like to get to him quicker um and she sees him and she says her goodbye and then she leaves and then this episode gives us context for the entire show and shows us how wanda did it why she did it what state she was in mentally when she did it created the hex and she kind of just went in she kind of like i there's one thing i don't understand is how she got the little note in her car like where did that come from like she the look on her face almost seemed like she was surprised that it was there like she didn't know it was there i also got that initial impression but i think what they wanted us to actually understand from that is that this was like a final surprise that vision gave to her. We don't know when, mm-hmm. but vision gave this surprise to her at some point because in that letter is the deed to a property that vision had got for um, Wanda and for him mm-hmm. to, as the heart in that letter says, grow to grow to old. Grow and, old. And, yeah. and that's the also that's also the first reference to the heart from the very beginning of episode one mm-hmm. on the calendar. So, oh, it is. So making that kind of connection there together, mm-hmm. and then all, also at the same time, just to kind of backtrack just a little bit, but we'll and then we'll keep going forward. But as in the whole sword deal and situation. Of what's going on with Vision's body, and I went to rewatch basically the entire show before watching the last episode. Oh, okay. And in episode four, as soon as Darcy figures out that there's this television show, and then it has Wanda in it and Vision, there's a moment in there where Hayward goes like, "Somebody get me a ride back to HQ." And I realized at that point that he was confused as to how is Vision there if we had him in the S.W.O.R.D. headquarters location. So he went back to HQ Mm -hmm. to double check and make sure that Vision's body was there. I didn't even realize that. They never said that, but that's what was going on there, Mm -hmm. right? And then he comes back from HQ and, you know, this gives this uh, debrief to everybody about quote, a video that that uh, he was able to re- he's able to release for them to see a video footage mm-hmm. of supposedly Wanda Breaking stealing Vision's body. Mm-hmm. And if you look back at all that footage, you never actually see her take the body, but you see images of what's going on in that scene of, you know, her breaking the glass, her storming in with her powers first of all through mm-hmm into um the uh, sword compound and, ev- mm-hmm. and everything so yeah it was really interesting to go back and see that but uh yeah again going going forward into that letter that you were saying i think that we are intended to to kind of just take it for that from them that at some point vision gave her this letter with that deed 
Yeah, she's just like distraught that true. They could never now have this life. True, true. Um, I okay. So when she gets to the property and she just we see her create this world, this bubble, this hex, you know, um, and it is a bit saddening because we see all this buildup of trauma and and sadness and heartbreak that she's been going through kind of ripple into this um hex and then we see her kind of smile and see vision again as she recreates him and then agatha almost like cuts and she goes it's basically it's like oh that's all i needed to see and she goes outside and wanda's like where she's like looking for agatha like where is she she walks Mm -hmm. outside we see agatha floating above her in her like really you know traditional witch outfit um with um her sons wanda's sons um attached and kind of being strangled by agatha harkness and wanda ready to fight and this is the kind of first time where Agatha says the words like what you've been using is like chaos magic, which makes you the Scarlet Witch, which is the first time within these past however many years since we've got introduced to Wanda, you know, maybe like six, seven years. Um, Age of Ultron came out 2015. So yeah, um, the first time we've ever heard in the MCU them use the name Scarlet Witch, which we know is not which is nice to know that it's just not a nickname that it is a it's seeming to be this like power of prophecy or yeah, like, like some ancient being like this is like it's not born it's it's always there in some way it's some mm-hmm. weird like pr- prophecy type power some prophetic so. name of yeah. Sure, yeah so that's where we end the episode and then now we can break down episode 9 um so we get to episode nine and it just picks up exactly where we left off. And Wanda basically starts flexing saying, well, I'm not in your little rune rune room. <laughs> and she, uh, and Agatha's like, well, she's like, well, Wanda's like, I can fight now, you know? And, she, and, and Agatha's Ag- like, I was, Oh count- yeah. I was that's counting- what I want. I was counting on it. Yeah. Um, as you know, in episode eight, the beginning, we see like Salem witch trials and we see that Agatha can absorb other sorcerer powers or witch powers or whatever. Um, so we kind of get to that the whole time. Um, we didn't even, we forgot the end credit scene for episode eight, um, white vision. We get to see that the real body of vision was repurposed into this super weapon, sentient weapon for Mm -hmm. sword and, um, Hayward sends it in to take out Wanda and whatever's in there. Um, so that's, we forgot to mention that, which is, you know, not too crazy, but we get to this and the action starts straight away. Episode nine. We just get right into it. Yep. Um, so in the middle of that, like Wanda sends Agatha flying or something. And then we see white vision come in. Yeah. So what she does is she throws this car. Mm hmm. At Agatha and Agatha is like kind of surprised about it, and I think it's funny because they she they kind of hint at what Wanda does usually as as in her normal understanding of her powers and mm-hmm. what she's used to doing. I think it's nice that they just get her to do that stuff because she does something twice in this episode mm-hmm. um, that harkens back to two scenes 
in the sh- in the movies um ah. the car from civil war she's throwing a bunch of cars at iron man um that's like what she does she just telekinetically moves these cars and throws oh, them okay and then a little bit later in the middle of the episode she approaches agatha from behind and does this like weird little like quick speed stop right into her ear and oh, like yeah. does that weird little hand gesture yeah, yeah. like she does from, to like, Iron Ultron. Man. That's Age of Ultron. Yeah, she does that to the Avengers in Age of Ultron. Yeah. So they, I, it's nice because I'm like, okay, this is how she fights. This is how we're used to seeing her fight. Right. So we're not yeah. seeing her use a bunch of a, things that she doesn't usually do. Um, we've we're getting callbacks to things that we've seen her do before, and this right. is like how she fights. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this seeing how. You know, now you mentioned that. Yeah, that's that's right. Those are some pretty nice, like, little, like, recalls back to the movies and familiarity in her combat style, so to say. But, yeah, going back to that car throw then, as soon as she throws the car, she kind of walks over to make sure that, like, she got Agatha and you see her boots. Wanda gets up and she sees through the glass, and so do we at the same time, vision, but it's not the vision that she thinks. Mm-hmm. She turns around and she sees this new white vision and white vision comes up to her and seemingly sounds to care for her as he says her name touches her cheek and then raises his other hand at her and starts to squish her head and wanda's like wait what in her mind she's just like conflicted she's like what's happening here and then uh, we're gonna call him for the for the purposes of differentiating these visions. We're gonna call them White Vision and Hex Vision. Mm-hmm. Hex Vision comes in, and then that's how we start to see some like Vision fighting. Which I was very whatever about the. It looked very CGI heavy, and yeah. obviously it needs to be, but because it's like him fighting himself, and um, I just yeah, I was kind of. A little lackluster in, in what we got but i mean that's we'll talk about that after sure um we get that and then at the same like vision fighting vision and then we get wanda fighting agatha throughout this entire thing um agatha seemingly has the upper hand most of the time like outwitting her in every way we get to this scene where uh, wanda's in the middle of the city um of westview and agatha uses the people against her and um Agatha almost like just does what Vision does and just like wipes their their the strings that they've have attached mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, and I think strings plays a big role in like Wanda's life because <laughs> uh, Age of Ultron stuff and and that. So this is like you know another callback to like there are no strings. Yeah, on <laughs> like when James Spader says it, it's really funny. Um, but yeah, so Agatha's like, well, I just took them out of their little mind control that you did and this is all you you did this to them which is crazy to me that i was like okay are we gonna get some sort of reveal that that all along it was agatha and they can take the blame off wanda but like wanda is not redeemed in this show they don't try to make her seem like what she did was good or right or she was doing it for someone no they they show it what she did is selfish to these people and even you know towards the end we'll get to that but they don't forgive her for what she did and mm-hmm. so we get a really good glimpse of that how like and you can see just how scared they are because mm-hmm. the person that played Dottie in Wanda's um Wanda's reality mm-hmm. of whatever in the hex 
when she's released wanda's world (laughs) (laughs) when she's released um she kind of like looks at her in fear like you know can i just see my daughter you know can you just give her a part like she could be whatever you want her to be yeah uh, she could even cow. be a bully or something she I said just her let daughter's me see my been daughter. locked in her in a room for like yeah uh, who knows how long yeah but we i mean we knew that she was keeping people away from episode six i believe the halloween mm-hmm. episode yeah we knew that she was keeping people away mm-hmm. and just keeping them either in their rooms or like asleep or something uh, so when you hear this character just kind of like pleading for her to just, you know, give her any part, just let her come out and let me be able to see her. I was like, oh, dang, that's crazy, you yeah. know? And yeah, like you're right. She totally has no redemption in this show. Um, Marvel really tried to show how much she messed up mm-hmm. by giving us this kind of these kinds of scenes mm-hmm. with the people of the town yeah i yeah so i i thought it was that was good i'm glad they didn't do that in regard because i mm-hmm. thought that's what was going to happen she was it was going to be agatha all along you know uh, you know no pun intended on that song agatha, <laughs> i didn't mean to i didn't mean that <laughs> in that way but um but i thought it was going to be her and to show that it was just wanda the whole time and agatha with the Agatha was only there as like a like a viewer. Yeah. She was just wanting to see what how she did this, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. I really like that. And I thought anything Agatha, I thought Agatha was really great. You know, I thought the Catherine Hahn is fantastic as she's Agatha great. Harkness. Yeah, yeah really she's good. So great. Yeah. Um, but to kind of finish up the sort of breakdown thing, um, Wanda sort of uh, like Agatha gets her to break down the hex, mm-hmm. and we see her start to rip it apart. And to break it, and as this is happening, we get this like very. It was a hard scene to kind of watch in a, in a way, not too much, but a little bit to see Vision breaking down and ripping after this is happening. And the kids, we didn't. That, I was that was what I wasn't me, sure about. Yeah, I was like, okay, is are the kids affected by this? But they are just as affected, which yep. makes a lot of sense. Um, I I didn't think that was gonna be the case. I thought they were gonna be unaffected by that, but to see that they were infected, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a lot more sad than what I originally yeah. thought w- yeah. w- it was gonna be. So, um, to see the kids crying for for Wanda, and then she Wanda has no choice but to put it back together for their sake. Yep. And um, then we kind of, after this, you know, their little reuniting in the middle of the town, um, Hayward and the rest of the sword agents break through this crack that they are able to get through um around this time jimmy woo we get a little bit of jimmy woo he calls some uh, other agents to come in and arrest hayward and stuff like that to kind of uh kind of shut down the operation and yep you know so that happens but we get back to the thing um and this whole time we we're kind of wondering what happened to uh photon uh monica rambo and and the pietro fake pietro whatever um uh, yeah, so we get to this, and um, Monica is we get like two reveals here. Yeah, we get, we get t- the reveal of who this um, Pietro is, and mm-hmm. we get the reveal of who this Ralph that Agatha yeah, uses true. her yeah. Agnes character the entire her husband, time. like she calls Ralph her husband. Um, yeah, so I guess Ralph lives here in the town. It's played by Evan Peters, and. Um, uh, Monica uses her powers to see that there's like a magical, 
bead necklace on it that he wears mm-hmm. she rips it off and he and she kind of is looking through his files there um and she notices that his name is ralph boner um to uh, i will we'll talk about this after we're just breaking it down um ralph boner and then he's just like some dude that lives here in his mom's attic or something um, and that's that yeah and that's it that's it with that awesome perfect marvel you did such a good job okay uh <laughs> to move forward um monica shows up to the middle of the town and um wanda's like well you handle the military we got this which i thought was cool it was nice and fun like kids you got the military handle them kick their butt or whatever yep um and then we get to see then them. we get to see vision and them fight again and wanda fighting and um monica comes in stops the bullets from hitting the kids um even though I felt like the kids would have been just fine on their own, but yeah, uh, you see Billy like just like stop one of the bullets that Monica misses, and yeah. it's like this like nice little moment for the for the kid actor. I would yeah. think too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they wanted to give them something fun to superheroy to do, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you see Photon turn into light almost. It seems like she can like turn her photons or molecules into light Mm -hmm. photons i don't i mean i'm not no science major but i know it has to do with light in some sense right yeah if i'm not correct if i'm correct but um yeah so we see her kind of form into this weird transparent being um which is you know cool that we get to see more of her powers because i felt like her powers were not much or not well showcased up until now um and yeah, we get that nice moment with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we get this moment with Vision and White Vision, Hex Vision and White Vision. Yeah. Um, in the in this library, right? I want to say that this is like probably one of my favorite scenes actually in this episode. Yeah, it was it was really if you want yeah if you want to break down the scene you can break down the yeah. Um, I enjoyed this scene because for me it felt like a very this felt like a very callback to Age of Ultron when Vision and Ultron are having their conversation at the end about humans and humanity and everything, except that I feel like this is how the conversation should have gone had Ultron not been the way that he was. But uh, essentially, Hex Vision tries to talk to White Vision as to who the vision is that he's supposed to eliminate because his primary objective of white vision is to eliminate the vision. And so he goes, well, I can't be the vision because I was never actually made. I didn't never had a body. And he goes like, and you know, and then he gives him this, this like, and he gives him this like analogy, this metaphor with uh, a story that I'm, I've never heard of personally, mm -mm. but as soon as he starts explaining things to him in his very like philosophical, philosophical way, way yeah. that we know Vision to be, mm-hmm. White Vision's like, "Oh, wait, so you're not the Vision, but I'm not the Vision, but we are the Vision." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I think earlier he also says like, "I'm not the Vision because I don't have the Mind Stone." Yeah. In my head. Yeah. So. And then he does this thing to uh, Hex Vision, goes up to White Vision and goes like, you just, you're lacking the memories, but you have the body. You have the data. And the data. Yeah. And so he gives him whatever memories that 
the hex vision has of everything that has ever happened to vision in the mcu i think it was cool because and does something yeah wanda made the vision and when she made the vision um when we saw her like create him it was not her red energy but it was like yellow energy which was like mind stone the mind stone the piece of the mind stone was in her created the vision for her which i thought was pretty cool at least visuals aid Mm -hmm. you know um so i'm sure all the Mindstone memories he can literally just give it to this vision yeah um but it was nice because you see the white vision like almost come to the realization uh they're in the library right yeah yeah they're yeah. like in some they're like in like the, the westview library yeah 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 from episode two guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it wasn't episode two yeah i forgot yeah that's that. where vision has his like um his uh what is it his neighborhood watch meeting oh, yeah. <laughs> which is like literally just a boys club mm-hmm. but so we're like right here in the studio we're kind of like watching that scene that we've just kind of like broken down with mm-hmm. you guys of and so we're watching that scene where hex vision has just basically downloaded the memories of everything that vision has ever had into white vision mm-hmm. and so you see two things happen that blue, that blue, I guess like pla- blocker, replacement for like data blocker that ha- mm-hmm. that's on White Vision's head goes yellow, then back to blue, and then you see the eyes change from the White Vision eyes that we've seen to back to the regular Vision's eyes, mm-hmm. and then. He just Vision, like white vision. It's just crazy, dips. or we'll just leave. call him Vision now. Yeah, at this point, a Vision. Yeah, Vision dips. Yeah, he kind of just leaves, but he leaves like he saw something and he left with such urgency. Yeah, which is which is we will kind of get to our maybe future predictions later, but um, we are utterly confused by that. Um, but after this Vision stuff, we kind of move on um, to I'm blanking on what happens after this. After kind of like watching it, <laughs> I'm like, what exactly happens after? Um, but we do kind of get to um, back to uh, him reuniting with the kids. Oh, yeah. Um, and so when he reunites with the kids, we kind of get this, uh, you know, good fight of like Wanda and Agatha in the sky again and. Um, Wanda starts feeding her her power over and over again. Uh, Vision tries to go help, and Wanda does not let him. Um, and then we get this like really nice fight moment. Um, I mean, the final fight is is pretty cool, and so we see <laughs> Wanda use this trick as she's hitting like she's attacking the hex and not attacking agatha which we don't you don't notice while you're watching but after in retrospect you kind of see exactly what she's doing um she uses agatha's own trick against her and she places runes around the entire hex which i thought was really nice and smart of her yeah it was just like at first i was so confused Mm -hmm. You know, because it isn't until you see the reveal of the runes that you're like, oh, but I'm seeing like 
how does Wanda come back to life from this, you know? And then... Mm, after Agatha absorbs all her power. Yeah, because yeah, she's floating up there like all dead. And then I should have realized, like, wait, she wouldn't even be floating if she was dead, dead. Yeah, yeah. So that should have, like, already kind of, like, triggered something, like a like a warning for me. But totally missed it until we see, like, Wanda starts to, like, come back to her normal self. And then Agatha's, like, thrown off. Wanda goes, like, I took a page out of your own book. Uh, yeah. Um it was nice. And then Agatha was like, well, she was basically helpless at this point. And then you see Wanda start to kind of activate this power after reabsorbing it back from Agatha. Um, and we see her full transformation into the Scarlet Witch, which I thought was really well done and really well played. I think she looks amazing in that costume. I think it looks really well. Um, it doesn't look cheesy or corny in any way. Um, I think it looks good. She kind of looks like, uh, she reminds me a lot of the Phoenix. <laughs> and, uh, so, um, she might be the Marvel version or not the Marvel version, the, um, she overall MC, MCU. Yeah, version she could of be the MCU version. Phoenix. I think it's done better. Um, but yeah, we see her kind of in this transformative state and it's really cool. And she looks quite badass. <laughs> yeah. So we finally now see what the Mind Stone foretold for her yeah. all that time ago. We get that full-on reveal of her new proper Scarlet Witch costume. She looks, as Lewis said, amazing. Mm -hmm. That tiara crown, whatever it is, looks so awesome on her. And she just overall looks badass. And she all has absorbed Agatha's powers and basically rendered her prone. <laughs> yeah so right here Agatha says oh god you don't know what you've done and I've been thinking about this mm -hmm. um I will talk about my predictions but I just wanted to say the quote out loud real quick oh god you don't know what you've done um and she says like she basically says um like she's hinting at something but we don't know what it is moving on she Agatha is like, well, what do you, what do we do now? You know, like, um, what are you going to do with me? You're going to kill me. And Wanda's like, no. And she kind of just almost puts her into an individual hex, like a very personalized hex just for her. <laughs> and she is now just Agnes, the neighbor, um, full time. <laughs> and she's going to just stay here yep. in Westview. Um, all the people are kind of looking at her at this point, like they're still super scared. And she basically tells Wanda, like they're always going to be scared of you no matter what. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, and she even says like, you're going to need me and basically hinting at something else. Um, and then turns her into Agnes. <laughs> um, and then we get this <laughs> scene where they kind of, uh, um, Wanda gets her family and they just end up walking home to their house. Yeah. And we get the scene where Wanda starts closing the hex and she's basically just buying her time with her family, knowing that she's going to have to say goodbye to them. And we get the super sad scene of her tucking her, her and vision, uh, hex vision, t uh, tucking their kids into yeah. bed. And it is quite heartbreaking to see. I'm like, okay, this is like yeah. very emotional. And I think this is well earned, you know, well earned emotion here. Um, and so. We get this moment where this is the last time she's going to see her kids to her knowledge. So she tucks them in her envision and then her envision have this alone time. 
um, basically, you know, kind of reaffirming each other that they're going to, that they're saying goodbye. But I think Hex, Hex Vision knows that Real Vision is out there still. So that this may be goodbye, but they will say hello again, which I think is a night that he yeah. doesn't tell her like, oh, he's out there still. I think he's like, well, you'll discover that for yourself. And then you can make of that what you will when you get to right. that road. Right. Um, that's what I gathered from this. And then... Um, she says a piece of that mind still lives in me, which is, I think what we saw him being created and, um, really nice. I really liked the ending and I thought it was really nice, but that wasn't even the ending. There's still like 15 minutes more, uh, of like footage or like 10 minutes or something short like that. Um, but we get to the ending and Wanda breaks down the hex fully and, she stands there exactly where she was when she created it in this empty lot. Um, and she is in her same clothes and everything. Yep. She walks into the town hood on and basically the, does a walk of shame. Yeah. All the village. She does it on, she does it to like, I need to feel this, you know, I need to feel ridiculed in this way. She walks in, she walks straight to Monica and Monica basically reaffirms her. Like I would have done the same thing. If I had your power, I would bring my mom back. And that kind of gives Wanda a little reassurance, but she just says like, well, I guess I'll guess I'll see you later. <laughs> and yep. so she leaves and Wanda goes to her own place. Um, and f- that's the ending of the show, the actual ending. And then we get one mid credit scene, Rafa, if you want to break down the mid credit scene. So the mid credit scene is basically just kind of wrapping things up with, Jimmy Woo's character and Monica Rambeau's character. So we see Monica kind of nodding to Jimmy. Hey, um, authority looks good on you, which leads me to think that I think Jimmy might be heading on sword at some point. I could be wrong, yeah. but anyway, I'm down. just a, a pre-prediction there amidst the breakdown of this. Instead of the X files, we get sword files. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Give me that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. With Jimmy Woo. Yeah. Um, and then this agent comes by and asks, tells Monica that somebody's waiting for her in the theater. So they walk into the theater. Monica's like confused because there's literally nobody there, and she goes like, "So where's the person?" She's like. And then the agent transforms into, surprise, surprise, a scroll. And the scroll's like, well, my the boss is, like, not here. So Monica's like, where is he? Mm-hmm. And scroll just points up. <laughs> and then camera pans back to Monica. She smiles. And then that's the end of the mid credit scene. Cool. Um, I guess we could talk about the implications of that. Sure. So... We know that we're getting, I mean, I totally forgot until today <laughs> that we're getting a secret invasion show. I think helmed by Nick Fury. It's his own Disney plus show. And I totally forgot yeah. about that until today. And because before I was like, oh, cool. This is the Captain Marvel Easter egg, but it actually might be the secret invasion Easter egg. And I do not know which, w- which one we're getting first, but I think it's Captain Marvel. So I'm sure yeah. I'm 100% sure she'll be in that movie to some extent as photon. Um, another rumor that I heard we're getting is Nova in that movie. So I'm very excited. I love Nova. I think he's a great character. Ah, interesting. Um, yeah, like a full on complete Nova character. Um, and so I'm excited maybe for that trio to team up photon Nova, whatever they're fighting must be strong for Captain Marvel that need help like that. 
It must uh, be like a multiverse Nova. It has then. to be something strong because Captain Marvel's strong, so you got to throw something heavy at her. True. You know? So I think that's a you know I'm I'm very whatever about the Captain Marvel movie, the first one anyway, and the scrolls. Um, they don't really do it for me <laughs> personally, at least these MCU versions. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'm mid excited about this, you know, very mildly excited. Um, and then I'll break down these end credit scene. Um, we pan into this forest mountainous area and we also pan into this lake and there's a m- little cabin at the end of the lake. Um, see Wanda sitting in front of it, um, drinking coffee and then she goes inside and we kind of it like pans off of her and then it pans into this room and we enter this room and she is sitting like Doctor Strange was in the Doctor Strange movie when he's asleep and he's studying his books of magic and spells, his spell books, um, in this astral plane and she's doing the exact same thing except um she looks a little wilder when she's doing it. Um and then she hears this cry from her children saying, mommy, mommy, I think she's saying, mommy, mommy, help me. Um, and yeah, mom help from Billy. Um, meaning that her kids are out there somewhere. So that confused me. I was like, okay, is this for the Dr. Strange movie or is this for a season two of WandaVision? We do not know that yet. Um, so this is, she's going to be in the Dr. Strange movie. We just, don't know to what extent, but we're believed to her having a bigger role in that movie, a big role, like a co-star role. Um, but yeah, that is the ending of WandaVision. Um, yep. Broke it down. Time to give our full review on how we felt about the whole thing. And Rafa, if you want to go first, because I will not be that kind. <laughs> You'll probably be kinder than me. Probably. Um, I mean, overall, I think the show was super fun episodes one through seven which we covered last week mm-hmm. were very fun exciting to dissect every week mm-hmm. fun to predict th- different things we get to episode eight and nine and i understand that you need to do some explaining about things but i think that the way that they explained like episode eight stuff like it just felt so slow for me at so many different points throughout the episode like, don't get me wrong, it was still a great episode, episode eight. But again, yeah, I just felt like there were a lot of slow moments. And then episode nine, we get to this like big, huge climactic. Well, it's supposed to be a very big climactic ending. And I mean, there are some pretty big and reveals and there's just more mystery surrounding, I believe, in my opinion, like after the show is done, but. Obviously, when a show is meant to set something more up, there can't be all the answers to the show. So I get that. But I feel like there are still some things that the show didn't necessarily tie up for the fans. And I think that if you're the kind of person that was expecting like some kind of like, you know, you're especially if you're waiting for a big cameo reveal in episode nine, you were very much disappointed because there was no cameo reveal. It was just Paul Bettany mm-hmm. <laughs> with himself. And so I suppose he's always wanted to act with himself and he got <laughs> the opportunity to in this yeah, movie so, or, or this show. Mm-hmm. So um, I saw this tweet that basically said that, you know, 
Paul Bettany saying that he was Luke Skywalker material <laughs> level level and the person was like mad respect mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean overall the show for me was fun but I feel like episodes eight and nine needed more for the buildup that they did so much with episodes one through seven mm-hmm. and I just feel like they didn't do justice with the final two episodes mm-hmm. and to a certain point especially so with the finale like I felt like it could have been bigger it could have been more they could have given us a little bit more of an answer some more closure to things but instead there's just way more question and now we have to wait a whole year to get an answer yeah and um what what would you rate it maybe out of 10 this is marvel's debut into television with the mcu I'm um, I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. Because it at least it made it through a big chunk of the season of this season for me uh-huh. to be super exciting. Um I mean, I was up at I was up every Thursday until midnight would watch the show at midnight and I thought it was mm-hmm. like I said, I thought it was fun to dissect stuff and to then go online and see what people were tweeting and then see the different videos online about theories and stuff. I thought that was fun. Um, But yeah, because of the reasons why I just said, you know, the lack of so many details, I feel, and like Mm -hmm. personally, the way that they handled certain arcs and that they, quote unquote, gave closure to things, I felt like some of it was lazy, especially with the whole Ralph deal and the the, uh, uh, Pietro deal. Like... Mm -hmm. You know, it's for me. It's like a, it's like an eight, mm-hmm. like an eight, seven point five eight. It knocked it down two points decide. for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's my <laughs> harsh opinion. Um, <laughs> I feel like, from I'll just say it right out the bat. I thought this is a six out of ten for me. I would go six. I was this looking back on it made a lot of the episodes seem very pointless to me. Um, I feel like the pacing was off and i f- i mean underwhelmed with episodes like there's been there's been you know some pretty good episodes and and some like like they're fun and they you know it's supposed to leave you wanting more every week and i think mm-hmm. it does that sometimes very yeah. well yeah but also to, i don't think they give you enough content to maybe warrant that um and i believe that the payoff wasn't amazing or anything like that um felt like this was a very middle ground marvel for me um i thought the like i said the pacing issues were were just so apparent and um i feel like we got a lot of episodes where just like nothing happened and i think it was fun you know to get these stylized sitcom type episodes but in the grand scheme of things none of that mattered to a certain extent or never paid off at the end for me and Mm -hmm. i think that they could have paced and and did the series differently i feel like that episode eight should have been at like a seven or a six i feel like we should have got that and the final three or should have been that big grand finale where we are left with like a lot of stuff but they built up so slowly and i felt like it never paid off for me and and i feel like yeah the finale very specifically was very safe and very 
mild in my opinion. I feel like they didn't take any risks with it. It's the, I feel like they did the bare minimum. Like what I was saying, like they were going to need to get done in terms of like they did it, you know. Right. They tied up the ends that I needed them to tie up, but I feel like they did it in a very normal way that I could have guessed that they did it. They didn't surprise us. They didn't give us any like red herrings or anything. There was nothing to make me surprised. Everything that I that they did was almost like normal TV expected them to do. Um, so I can applaud them for doing the bare minimum. And I felt like they had such a good, amazing story on their hands and they started off so well and it was building up steam and I felt like they just didn't, they stick to landing, but like very sloppily in a sense, like, like cool. You landed your trick, but wasn't that clean, you know, like yeah. it wasn't a, they, you know, and, and, we're wondering this whole time and i was like are they gonna stick the landing i can't say in the end yeah they stick they stuck the landing i think they did good it was solid it was fine um but fine comparatively to what we've been getting in marvel is not enough and i commend them for for having something so different like for for having a concept that's so wild and crazy and twilight zone-esque they played it super safe at the end and i don't and I don't commend them for that. And it sounds like I hate the show. I don't hate the show by any means. I don't love it though at all by any means either. I can appreciate the very much different take they, they went on. This journey was fun. Um, and I just don't think it paid off. And that has nothing to do with the theories that I had and what we said last week. Mm-hmm. Um, because even if none, I've predicted movies and none of that was true and I've still loved movies for that, you know, even for Guardian, like, any movie that I love in the MCU, like Thor Ragnarok, Guardians, like anything that I predicted and none of those predictions particularly came through, they gave me something better that I didn't know I wanted and I didn't know that I needed. Yeah. So this show didn't do that for me. Didn't give me anything that I needed. It played it super safe, bare minimum. And I am a big, like I've seen so many shows in my life and if the finale doesn't stick it, if that final season doesn't land it almost taints the entire legacy of the entire show behind that. And it's happened before. I've seen all of Naruto. It's like 700 episodes. The final arc, the war arc in that is so not good that it almost taints the entire show behind it. Um, Game of Thrones, final season, half of that final season is so bad and atrocious that it almost makes me never want to watch the rest of it again because all of that built up to whatever this terribleness was. So, a show can be good, but for me, if the ending doesn't stick the landing in a positive light for me, I'm I. It's going to be hard for me to go back and want to watch it again, no matter yeah. how good most of it is. You know. Yeah. Um. I've just experienced it with so many shows, and there's another show that I've been watching called Attack on Titan, and I'm so afraid that's what's going to happen because it's ending. <laughs> it's ending in the manga right now, and people are talking about it. The anime is not. It's going to end sometime this year, but. The manga's ending specifically, and everyone's saying, like, if the ending of the show is the ending of this writing, this manga comic is bad, it's going to taint the entire show for me, you know? And that's just what, how I feel. And that's what this show did to me. You know, six out of 10 is not terrible. If, it, if I hated it or if I didn't like, like it that much, it would be a, f- a four. Anything under five is bad for me. It's like terrible. I will never watch it. But this, I enjoyed a lot of it, and I thought it was, you know, fun. And I love the route that they've taken but the ending just didn't do enough for me yeah and it was bare minimum so that's where i stand 
and I think the Ralph Boner thing was oh that was so you, lazy. You build up like so. We're here. Just remember how I reacted in episode five at the ending where they teased Maxim off, and I think it's fine because I know that we're getting into multiverse stuff, and there's a version of him in a different world where he is Pietro Maximoff and that's him. And this is them hinting at that in our world. Like, well, it's funny that there's two different Pietros and they get the same power, you know, what's the coincidence. But I don't, I think that it was done in distasteful way. And I didn't like, it turned into a, a boner joke. And like, it's just like, I don't know who they thought they were going to like, Really, I wonder if they're filming it like, oh, they're the fans are gonna love a boner joke instead of, you know, even though there's this is gonna trigger a lot of like reaction, you know, in some sort of way. And I just thought it was lackluster in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah, I did um, not like that at all. Like when they did that reveal in the show, I was just like, oh, really? Like I even like to be honest, it was like cringy for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I I made this <laughs> face. I was like, I was like boner. I was like, okay, <laughs> I was sick. Like, I guess. Um, no, <laughs> I was, like, I was also disappointed with Darcy's character. I feel mm, that the writing was so great when they introduced her mm-hmm. and they did not do her justice it. at the end. I feel like they didn't give themselves enough time and I don't understand like it's yeah. your platform, Disney. You can make this as long as you want. You know, yeah. this can be you could I have just, added another episode. You could have subtracted other episodes. It's just on the editing floor. They I didn't know what they left or cut or if there was anything this could have Who been knows? due to the pandemic that they could have actually shot more and this tainted their like actual filming progress or process or whatever but yeah, whatever this know. is led to it's just just it was all right for me it's cool yeah I don't, I don't know about that but i mean if you want to give them the benefit of the doubt with that sure <laughs> but yeah i just felt like literally all darcy does in episode nine the finale is she rams the truck into Hayward's car and says, see him have fun in prison. Something. Yeah. I don't know what else she offends th- him. And with. also another and terrible like, thing was the Hayward huh? character. At the end of the day, he was just a, a dumb, corrupt, you know, um, I guess, uh, agent guy, like, uh, just like normal, typical corrupt agent dude. Um, they played that role in winter soldier with the director of shield, whoever that guy yeah. was. And, like, same thing with this. Just some dude like, with, like, some agenda, but we don't know why he just is doing it just because he's, like, an a-hole or something. Or I just thought the Hayward character was so dumb and terrible. I just did not like him at yeah, all. I, I don't like that what Marvel did, they did it twice. Mm-hmm. They did the whole big organization deal run by somebody shady. Yeah. I, like you already we, did that with shield. Yeah. Why did you have to do that? And we're going, again and we're going to, when we're already going to dive into that with this Falcon and the winter soldier show, like it's going to be that. And I'm cool if that's the focus of it and you're doing it, it with different characters in a different way. And, but I don't think they needed to add that to the show to yeah. be honest. Um, I, yeah, I just didn't. The Haywood character didn't pay off for me. Didn't do anything for me. I thought it was super lackluster in his. Yeah, in his I mean, I know what they were going for. They needed a trigger for Wanda, mm-hmm. and the final trigger was Hayward's deceit, which led to Wanda falling into further grief and not mm-hmm. knowing how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And we see her explode through mm-hmm. her magic and yeah. creating the hex. But then after that, I was like. 
what next? Yeah. And this was the payoff. And I was Mm -hmm. like, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I said like, I'm like between like 7.5 and eight. I think I like it more than you do. You, yeah, you definitely do. (laughs) Um, but, but, um, yeah, there's just like, we said so many elements that were done so lazily that, I guess a good way is it was what you were saying, like they just played it all so safe. Maybe because it was their first show, but I think that Marvel, you can afford to take a couple of risks because you've mm-hmm. done it in the past. And you did. You started off that way. And for some reason you didn't end it. Well, you didn't keep that same energy, you know. Yeah. You almost decided to play the ending safe and I don't understand. Um another thing for the uh end credit scenes, um, mid credit scenes like i said i don't i don't care about the scroll stuff um i think it's all right i I just don't like the way the scrolls are portrayed i'm sure there's evil scrolls but i just felt like captain marvel was another five six out of ten for me so any hints at that was just it doesn't already it already doesn't sit right with me for whatever reason um i'm cool i'll sit there and watch it the secret invasion show but i'm not as excited for it and then the end credit scene um I don't know where we're going. I don't know where this is leading to my, I mean, we were up last night till like one thirty in the morning <laughs> talking about this, you know, with some of our other buddies. Um, and, and I was talking to friends this morning on Twitter about it where we were just like, you know, we're just all kind of giving our opinion and we all kind of are all in the same boat. Like this has left us wanting more, which shows can do that very well. And I think some show and movies do that very well. Like it doesn't give you all the answer, which is fine, you know, but this leaves you feeling not wanting more, but it almost feels, I'm feeling empty. I was about to say like, it feels under, like under, almost empty. Yeah. Yeah. The word, the word for me is underwhelmed. So I am still very excited for Dr. Strange because I think that he's his own entity and his own character. And I think he brings a lot of that charisma and that, you know, very superhero prowess. And I love that world that they have. So I'm so excited for the Dr. Strange movie. I don't know how I think that's going to be better than this. I'm hoping anyway. Um, and, yeah, so we don't know where this is going to take us and we don't know what how the vision like what I said was I don't know how vision's going to play a part in the MCU um because if he does get added to the Doctor Strange movie it's going to be kind of funny because I think all that sorcery magic stuff is out of his element um which could be played well but I don't know if they'd play it that well but um him being in the Doctor Strange movie with Wanda and Wanda having to like deal with otherworldly matters and dealing with this husband who's barely kind of figuring out who he is again and yeah maybe trying to go back to the basics or something um maybe that's gonna be weird i don't know how they're gonna play it but i guess vision's still here to some extent um i'm just curious where he went with so much urgency i have no idea yeah he just dipped (laughs) yeah so weird um yeah but that's what i was guessing um to look ahead Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think it's going to be less disappointing in that regard because I don't expect a lot from that show. Like, this show gives you concepts and things and they hint at stuff. And also to bring up um, Elizabeth Olsen trolling, uh, every, all, I feel like all the, the actors are just trolling about, like, what, the, like, there was no Luke Skywalker level cameo. There was no. Um, amazing cameo from Paul Bettany. I mean, like they were 
hinting at some crazy things to come and we were all like everything that we predicted last week was wrong but i'm like i said i'm okay if it's wrong you know but they even what the actors said i'm just like well you just like we're dangling this thing in front of us and you just never gave it to us <laughs> i'm just like okay sick i guess it just makes it leaves a bad taste in, in your mouth you know um so that made it worse to me to be honest i was just like okay yeah. i'm already done my brother has been kind of not wanting to watch the show and he like i'm always like just every week i'm like watch it dude it's so good and then to tell like last night i went in the living room i was like dude you don't have to watch that like it <laughs> felt so bad because i've been telling him every week to watch it and to go in the living room last yeah. night and to tell him like dude you don't have to watch it he's like i told you he's like, I it's wasn't. so weird though because i was telling you this before the show mm-hmm. almost Every tweet that I see, though, is like super excited and positive about WandaVision. And I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, I'm I can just like, I see, I, why. I see it, but I'm like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what it is, to be I honest. Can't. But like, I see, like, I was just seeing those and I'm going like, you cannot be this excited about Phase I, Four after this. Like, I can't. You trust can their be excited about things, opinion but. if their profile picture is Wanda Maximoff <laughs> or some care. I'm just like, I'm sorry. It was it was never going to be bad in your eyes from the beginning. Um, and I went in wanting to love this so much, and it just didn't. It just did it, which is you know okay. Well, I think we all loved it like a lot. Like this was the number one. We had show. fun. This was the it. number one show for weeks, or should I should say is the number one show for weeks but i think after this like people are going to be a little bit like i think people are going to be a little bit skeptical about the marvel studio shows now after this well ending we don't get so, any i mean the thing is we don't get any breather room we're going right into that's Falcon why I'm, uh, so i was about to say like i'm hoping so we don't have any time to sit and ponder if if that is going to be the case because we're jumping right into it and in yeah weeks. but i mean you know you're going to jump right in after WandaVision, like you're jumping into like two different shows, but they're essentially the same universe. Mm -hmm. Like their stories may not directly tie in, but they indirectly tie into each other because Mm -hmm. these characters do interact with each other overall, Uh as we've seen from the movies. And so I am curious to see what this show Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be. I'm curious Mm -hmm. to see how do you make a show about, these two guys that basically only have that they fought together in common mm-hmm. and that they're they have the same best friend in common and like I'm excited they have never ever worked with each other so I think that makes I mean the dynamic was probably going to be very like clashy and obviously I love that's it. what the show is already hinted at because mm-hmm. they're basically in couples therapy in yeah. like one of the trailers <laughs> yeah uh so that'll be interesting to watch but um I'm going to try to personally not go in with any expectations anymore with the show So and just write it. What out. I was telling one of my friends this morning was Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, is going to be something different and more grounded in reality. Therefore, the, the amount of possibilities with that show is way less on a large scale compared to WandaVision. Like WandaVision, you jump into insane territories of like different interdimensional things. So you're bound to be let down if they don't fulfill that. But Falcon and Winter Soldier, you are way less likely to go there. And it's so grounded in reality that the theories are going to be less intense and less abstract and less crazy. So 
you're going to you can almost like see this very it's falcon in the winter Soldier. it's captain america winter soldier the show essentially so you're less set up for failure there like if it fails it's because it was just too much like winter soldier or it was just not you know that innovative but um that's where that show will could fail not that it will but i think it'll be fun i'm excited for like a buddy cop movie with or show with them i think it's going to be so fun and and you're you're going to be less set up for failure there because it's so grounded in reality that you're what are you going to possibly expect for them to like fight galactus or something yeah, like, no mean, they're going to be fighting like street thug dudes and, yeah. and stuff i just want some entertaining funny buddy cop stuff and yeah, I'm i mean i'm, totally I'm ready for like that. anthony mackie he's he's hilarious the yeah. guy is born for like <laughs> this role yeah you know? he's born to play this this falcon character yeah and um and uh yeah i'm I'm excited to see him in the show mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i'm going to go do my best to when i watch the show have zero expectations i do hope that they can hook me in with their first episode i don't believe that they will be showing a double feature the way that they did with wandavision because this think... show will have significantly less episodes mm-hmm. because they will be longer oh uh, is that so the each episode will be an hour Oh. Has already been reported that it should be an hour yeah, each. They episode. reported that the final three of this was going to be three hours, an hour each, but uh, we never got that. Well, who so, knows? But I don't this trust is, the I, reports on these shows because uh, they I have think been I, fairly inaccurate. I want inaccurate. to say that this was from like an official source, though. Mm-hmm. I I can't now recall where I read that, but I want to say it was from an official source, mm-hmm. and and uh, so we should be getting about only six episodes. Yeah, only six episodes. Again, they're about an hour each, mm-hmm. which. After WandaVision, I'm assuming it's really basically 50 minutes, yeah, 45 minutes because 45, of credits. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, and so, you know, they have a lot to do within this first episode, especially if they mm-hmm. only have six episodes per for this show. And then we have a small little break mm-hmm. because then we should hopefully be getting finally the Black Widow movie. Let's hope we're getting premiere. We're getting into May. It's premiere access, so I'm and excited. that hasn't been official yet. It's been speculated now a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige totally hates the idea to do it, but I think now more and more he's just like, I think we just got to do it. Like you know we can't what? keep pulling. I think they're going to keep pushing this back. I think they're going to make a lot of money from it anyway. So yeah, I'm of course they are. Yeah. So we get that in May, hopefully, and then. Not too far after, I believe in early July, mm-hmm. we get the Loki show. And that one... In June, June 11th. Oh, June. I remember because okay. it's oh, like yeah, two it's days before, before your birthday. birthday. That's right. yeah. And that one, I will say that I'm a little bit more excited than for than Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. only because it almost feels like the same thing with like the WandaVision show. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, we know he dipped in Endgame, so... Mm-hmm. Where'd he go? What has he been doing? And how did he end up where he is now? Yeah. I think that one's also less set up for crazy theories because I don't care where Loki goes. I know he's going to be messing with timelines and stuff. So, because he's also going to be a dick (laughs) still. Because this is, this is the Loki that has not yet been truly humbled. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm excited. I, I, he's all, he's been one of my favorite reoccurring villain characters, anti hero characters. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that show. So I think, you know, my it's not that my expectations are lower. It's just that I don't expect anything insane from, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm very excited to see them be themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited. But 
here we are. I mean, if you listen to both of these episodes back to back, it's almost three hours. Not quite three hours. <laughs> We're 20 minutes off, 15 minutes off. But um, yeah, this is our WandaVision full series review, full season review. We don't know if it's getting renewed or if this is it because Kevin Feige has said that he doesn't know if this is getting a second season. We're just just gonna play it's like a movie we you know we don't know if it this is like it's the end of its story and i think the name of the game for phase four is collaboration is all these um every movie is now going to have multiple avenger heroes in it not just the singular uh origin story i think we're done with origin stories black widow is the last one but even that's not a full origin esque story it is it is like the last one of its kind i think we're we're gonna get um but we're gonna have black widow and then her older brother who's a red guardian or something so i'm excited for the black widow movie i'm excited for marvel this year we're getting some good stuff and next year we are going to be absolutely bombarded and jumped with marvel content so (laughs) i'm excited i still i'm not this doesn't make me less excited for phase four because i think we're gonna get crazy stuff in the spider-man movie there's no i'm there's nothing i'm more excited for than the spider-man movie in on christmas <laughs> on christmas christmas day, <laughs> on yeah, christmas it'll be day. yeah it'll be great yeah I'm a, i mean i guess we also have to remember that these shows aren't meant to be the like mcu films yeah you know the films are like where obviously Marvel Studios is really putting in mm-hmm. all of their money mm-hmm. and yeah. putting in all their candies. Mm-hmm. And the shows are like, honestly, they're just, they, I should remember that they're like a nice bonus. Mm-hmm. Like they, they yeah. do not, they did not have to create shows. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I think, I mean, to give the show a little bit of praise, they do give us a nice storybook ending with this story. And it is a full closed, um, self-contained story and i'm and i am glad that it did that and i'm cool Mm -hmm. with that that it doesn't Mm -hmm. you know fully kind of branch out but i'm cool with this it was cool fine yep six out of ten totally fine for me that's a uh it's an okay solid number not terrible not amazing just in the it's in the middle it's cool fun ride yeah i had fun along the way i would never forget us being hanging out every night on zoom friday nights and it took me like a while to get there to want to do that um but yeah solid not not terrible decent start i will never but forget, we could do better i will never forget lewis's reactions to- oh <laughs> to, uh, <gasps> i will forget it because i will never let that happen to me again <laughs> do never never play the red herring with me again oh, that's Marvel. cap in america okay um (laughs) (laughs) so that's gonna be our full wandavision review of season one possibly the only season um but yeah any last thoughts rafa that's it for me thanks for having me again yeah i'm excited um and apparently i'm on again next week (laughs) we're on again next week yes next week we are doing our raya and the last dragon review um we I just would, got my premiere access. Woo! Yeah, I'm gonna buy my buy the movie today on Disney Plus, uh, my premiere access. So, um, yeah, look look forward to that next week. We're excited mm-hmm. to to talk about that. I, I'm in for Soul sure. is amazing. So I'm hoping that this is gonna be our second movie review of the year. Um, we talk about Ryan the Last Dragon. So yep. stay tuned for that. 
And uh, that's going to be it for the Ultra Tier Podcast. we got a couple more episodes till the season finale. And then we take a couple weeks off, jump into season six, five, six. Five. We're doing season five. I don't even know where I'm at I'm anymore. I'm his producer, so I know. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's his <laughs> job to know. Okay, um, and that's gonna be it for us. Later, guys. Peace out. Peace. Peace.